It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Well, this is an exciting day. I'm walking through central London. You can hear the sounds of children being murdered. In the background, it's a horrific sound, but something that the people who live and work in London on a daily basis uh, certainly get used to um, hearing. Um, very, very exciting. I'm off to meet Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero. Some of you will know who that is. Some of you will have um, seen either The Disaster Artist, the uh, film that came out earlier this year, I guess, starring... Um, James Franco, you shut up, kids! Um, that was based on a book by Greg about um, his time working with Tommy Wiseau on a movie. Oh, I can't do this here. Let me go somewhere quieter. Hang on, this is too loud. These kids, too bloody loud. Okay, I've come to somewhere a lot quieter. It's an underground car park. Um, where famously, actually, a little bit of London trivia, Jack the Ripper would come and behead the um, sex workers uh, here. He would devour their remains here. Come here because it's a little bit quieter and I can explain what I'm doing. Also, this is where I've parked my car and um, I'm using um, Catherine's digital recorder because I broke mine in Glasgow. Um, and Catherine, of course, had given me a digital recorder where the, the battery is almost flat. So um, I've got to see. Stitched up by mate, you see. And lucky I checked that because I'm a professional, so I've got to see. If I've got a battery. OK, I've got a battery here. So let's see if we can do this intro before the battery dies. Um, so, yes, Tommy Wiseau, um, auteur, movie maker, um, and his friend Greg Sestero. Sestero, got to, got to try and remember to say Right, well, the battery um, just got hit by a barrier. Almost hit by a barrier, fake news. Well, the battery, um, I don't think, caught that. So, let's try again, shall we? So, Tommy Wiseau... Um, makes this movie, The Room, funds it himself, costs around $6 million. No one knows where the money came from. No one knows where he's from. 
I'm really out of breath. Right, breath regained, car park left, battery changed. Let's crack on with this. So, I'm in central London today, home of the Queen and um, video games. I think, is HMV still a thing? And I'm off to go and see Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero, who made a movie in 2003 called The Room, which you guys are, um, you guys are an intelligent bunch. You're kind of a culty bunch. A lot of you will have seen it. I was aware of it for a long time, but never got around to seeing it because I thought, well, why would I want to watch a crap film? You know, um, it's famously bad. Um, But I saw The Disaster Artist when it came out and thought that was kind of cool. And then at the weekend, my mate was over and we got talking about Tommy Wiseau and he hadn't seen The Disaster Artist and I hadn't seen The Room and we kind of decided to fill in each other's blanks if you will. That sounded inappropriate, and I don't mean it to. But, um... Jeez, people. So we watched The Room. And I loved it. I loved it. I I was kind of thinking, well, I'll give it ten minutes, and um, we'll see how we get on. But actually, I thought it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. thought it was funny. Um, thought, uh, I can see why it's become such a big cult. There's some great light. Very, very quotable movie. And I said to Simon on Sunday evening, I'm going to see if I can get Tommy Wiseau on the show. I want this guy on my show. So the next night at work, I'm Googling and um, go to Tommy's Twitter feed. First tweet is, I'm in London. Did a bit of research and it turns out that him and Greg are over here to uh, talk about the new movie and to do some screenings of the room at the Prince Charles cinema. What are the chances? They then followed a flurry of tweets and emails that have led to me being in central London today, Thursday, to meet Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sistero. Should be a lot of fun. Sistero. Gee, say his name properly, man. Well, there's something you don't see every day, and I think this is a typically London site. There's a man lying on the pavement masturbating um real life real London he certainly is proper busy um he's he's fair play to him though he's not being vulgar he's got his shorts on he's doing it in his shorts and um that's great that means that kids can freely walk along here and and not be offended um so just to remind you, on my way to see Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero, I saw a man masturbating, and he's, he's, he's just finished now, so, so that's great news. Right, on we go. Well, I've recovered from the, uh, the horny shock, and, um, <clears throat> um, you know, I'm really early, but what I normally do is I wander around for ages and get all sweaty and flustered and then somehow still rock up late. So I'm going to do something that I've never done before. I'm going to go in early. I mean, I'm I'm like half an hour early and, um, and see what happens. So we're at Lionsgate Films kind of 
around Mortimer Street, which is kind of like the British Hollywood. Someone's wearing a very nice fragrance. There we go. Lady with a skateboard, grown woman, actual grown adult woman with a skateboard in the reception. Crazy. fun here at the reception um, you don't really need to hear this bit you don't need to hear this bit do you no I'll stop this stop this now the late night lip service for lovers loners and lounge lizards yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from the late night alternative with Ian Lee I've forgotten your name already excuse me on talk radio it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Hello, I'm Jamie East Now as well as being on talk radio every afternoon between 1 and 4pm I've just started a brand new podcast that I wanted to tell you about It's called Talk Phil We've got interviews with the big stars like Martin Freeman Tandy Newton, Josh Brolin Loads of them And also all of the reviews of the week's big releases There's a new episode every Thursday Available through Apple Podcasts and your favourite podcast app Just search for Talk Film and give it a whirl If you like it, please hit that subscribe button Experience the unconventional, Evening, boys. the unpredictable, What's and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On talk radio. It's Tommy and Greg. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you, brother. Yeah. How are you doing, man? Lovely to see you. Let me switch this phone off. Where's best for you? I, I will sit here and I'll yeah, kind of lean fine. over. Whatever gonna... you decide. I'm going to come in here and I'm going to lean over you if you don't mind, guys. No. A water, a tea. A water would be lovely. Yeah. Still water would so be fantastic. Okay, it's nice to meet you guys. Should we crack on? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit 
I've got to be honest, do you, are you aware of the band, Greg, are you aware of the band Love? From uh, the 60s, the band Love, the group. I've heard of them. You re- when you've got a beard, you really look like Brian McLean from Love, the oh, guitarist. Okay. A lot. Yeah, yeah. I was, when I was watching your new film last night, I was thinking, that's Brian McLean. <laughs> it's incredible. If they ever make a biopic of him, it's a niche market. Um, I'm a little bit thrown because as I was coming in, I saw a guy masturbating on the street. This is not even a joke. This is not even a joke. Yeah, let's just go to it. Let's just go there. <laughs> don't go there. Please. I'm not going there. Yeah, let's just don't use a vulgar language. Just go to the point. Exactly. Let's get to the point. Yeah, okay. Um, let's talk about the new film first of all. Yeah. Well, I guess the question is: 15 years since the room. What what took you guys so long to make another movie together? I mean, he, he, so Tommy had mentioned several times, like, why don't you? do something why don't we make a new project why don't you take the initiative yeah um and so for so long i didn't know how to process the whole thing you know the room the room has been like this evolution of starting out you know you don't think it's going to go anywhere and then little by little it's like showing all around the world and you know and so i wrote the book first you know i wanted to tell the story but it was yeah it was a couple years ago i started writing the script and it was based on this road trip we took and I just had that passion of wanting to go out and make a film. Yeah. I think with, with the experience that I had with The Room and, um, and writing the book, you know, the Disaster Arts movie coming together, it was just like kind of awoke that passion that I wanted to try again. So. The new film is um, it's, it's beautiful. It's slow, which, is, which I like. You know, a lot of films, it's bang, bang, bang. And this just kind of takes its time. Um, and you say it's based on a road trip. So how much of it is happened? And how much of it is, you know, is, is beautiful Hollywood, you know, sugar put on top? Um, I mean, it's, you know, a lot of our, you know, our friendship has been 20 years. There's a lot of experiences, strange, funny, that kind of bled into the film. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the road trip we took uh, years ago up the, California co- up the California coast in which Tommy thought... I was up, you know, I was plotting to to do something to him, which I wasn't, but um, it's just... <laughs> oh, it, did he, you actually thought he was going to murder you? Yeah. Wow. It became kind of this joke that we had talked well, about. It was a joke, but I was just teasing. I was not serious, <laughs> but, you know, the, within the the best friend, he has everything. Like, we, we play basketball. Nothing to do with the, with the room, because people get confused, you know? So, so it's a lot of element you have... Uh, like we actually experience, you know, yeah. li- real lie, little store, and also you can talk about teeth, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and so, so it was kind of a mix of things. Like I, you know, again, I think a lot of times people make movies. They want to get into movies because they're inspired by other things. And I, yeah. you know, I loved Drive and Nightcrawler and Breaking Bad. And so yeah. I, I was taking my experiences and kind of plugging them into that world. And um, yeah, another well, another weird true story is that my brother's a dentist, and so. He was telling me about this underground business where dentists sell their scraps. Shut up! Oh, that's is that true. That's all. That's all yeah, true. Because I was watching this with my my producer Catherine last night, and we're going, well, the, it's it's a great film, but the tooth thing is a little bit far no, fetched. No, but no, it's no. true. It's War, whatever up. World War Two. I just talked to somebody else. You guys don't know about World War Two. Well, well, I'm aware of World War Two, but what, well, is, what specifically? Yeah, why don't you tie uh, the, the do the research? You just went through World you, War Three in the street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a Hitler did to to you know the the 
<laughs> you, you know, that's, I don't want to go the negative, but do the research. Hitler's quite negative. Okay, so, I'll do the so, research. so basically, my brother gave me these bags of gold of teeth. So what you see in the film are real teeth. Yeah, so that little gold teeth. tooth that my character holds up in the movie is yeah. worth like 780 bucks. Pure gold. Front door. Yeah. So, wow. So, uh, it's so basically, yeah, he, they were making more money selling dental scrap than actually doing dentistry. And then randomly on this true crime website, because I'm a big reader of true crime, yeah. it was like a few months ago, this dude was arrested, this mortician, for stealing gold teeth from dead people and selling them. So that's, what you're seeing in the movie wow. is straight up it's legit. Real thing. And, and, and so I'm figuring if, if Tommy's character in the movie has been doing this for decades and he had that much scrap, yeah. it would be worth almost $2 million with the price. The of one thing I don't get in the film... So you get, like, the, the guy, the bad guy that comes in that's going to help you make a load of money, mm-hmm. right? But then he doesn't seem to do anything. It's you guys that are out there meeting the dodgy dentists and people and selling the teeth. And the guy that, you've kind of, the guy that comes in with the two girls in the tight dresses, he doesn't do anything, and yet he's taking half the money. What, what, what is he doing? He's setting, a mafia guy. He's, set, he's <laughs> setting up, basically, all the refineries... Right. For you to make the deliveries, so he's got the hookups, you have the teeth. Okay. So he's getting you basic... You still seem to be getting screwed, though. You guys are doing all the work. You guys are doing all the work in that. You're the ones that are no, meeting out in car parks in that, the middle of the night. That's typical. You didn't know that? <laughs> well, his character would never allow that stuff to go through anybody else. Right, right. So, again, very okay. much like Tommy in real life, yeah. very hands-on and not, you know, yeah. wanting to, wanting like to control men. So, so it was basically <laughs> that directly. <laughs> we were getting ripped off for the most part, but again, yeah. finding a way to make a lot of money but off then gold he's teeth. Scheming, as you know, yeah, yeah, he's scheming on the movie. Yeah. So, did you like it? I like the movie. Oh, great! I why why this is volume one, so volume two <laughs> is coming. Is volume two done? It's done. Yeah. And we're so showing advanced. Like we're when is, when we're is showing advanced showing at Prince Charles. Wow. Well, volume this, two. this weekend, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but that will be released in February, right? It's going to come out officially January 2019. Okay. Yeah. And volume one will be released when? September 25th. And are you pleased with it, Tommy? You, th- you, you, you think it's a good movie? Who, me? Yeah. Do you decide. I decide whether you think it's a good movie. No, you decide if you like the movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's great. We like that. We want to hear from you. <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, I'm looking forward to part two. Okay, cool. Part two, yeah. Part two is even crazier. It's uh, the way I would describe it. Is this, it's as if people like it. You know, it's a great reaction. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think part of it for some reason I don't know. Oh, I, I know the reason. A, it's not, it looks beautiful, but B, uh-huh. it's seeing you two mm-hmm. on screen together again in a movie. There's, you know, there's obviously you, well, you're aware of this because you go and meet people every day. But there's so much affection mm-hmm. for you two. Oh, thank you. And I, you know, I'm thr- thrilled just seeing you two sat together. Oh. Can I be honest? I saw The Disaster Artist when it came out. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen The Room. I was aware of it and I knew about it. And it wasn't until this Sunday a friend of mine came to oh, stay and he said, oh. and he brought The Room. He said, should we watch this? I was like, yeah, 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 let's, I'll have some of this. And I was thinking, uh, you know, I'd heard the stories. I'm going to watch the first 10 minutes, get the joke. And then, right. so we, but I loved it. Mm. I loved it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was charming. I thought having known, knowing the story, mm-hmm. you know, 
your passion, Tommy, in making it kind of comes across in the movie. And it's a well-put-together movie. So when I found out you guys were in London, you know, I'm Googling, let's try and get Greg and Tommy on the show. Oh, shit, they're in London. <laughs> it, uh, you know, literally the day that I've seen the, seen the, seen the room. I thought, this is too <laughs> freaky. This is yeah, freaky. It is really, it's a destiny. This is meant to be. You must be good. It's you, like <laughs> a crash course in the room this week. There you go. <laughs> this is like the ultimate director's commentary. Um, when What drove you to make the room, Tommy? Because it is a passion project. Yeah, absolutely, you know, you see, that's, I was laughing because we have interviewed today and uh, we argue about script, you know, like people have a, always like this and that, comments about script, the script did, oh, I have a script for you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, long story Thank short, you. it's just passion, always been passion, you know, because yeah. I want to present something. My background as, actor, as an actor is a stage actor. Yeah. Okay, so I love a stage. I always say stage in my house because you can express yourself, etc. But, uh, uh, you know, I want to affect people positive way. Mm. And I, I know there's all this movie. I say, you know, I'm, I, I collect movies. I like, I don't know, thousands of DVDs. I'm not exaggerating, a lot of them. Where do you so, keep them? Uh, in my house. Okay. I mean, yeah, my house. Okay. Leave it that way. So, <laughs> so uh, and I, you know, I have my preference, but I always have vision. I always say, if you have a vision, you have project, right? Yeah. And I learn and by doing this stuff, you know, like little stuff. And then I come out with this idea because we've been friends. We met at the, at the uh, acting class, and uh, he became my friend, and uh, I didn't want to compete with Greg, but I say Greg is always get more job than I do. And I did some research, in, especially in Hollywood, you know, and I say, if I'm Hollywood, go to Hollywood, I have to make money before I go to Hollywood. That's right. exactly what happened, yeah. you know. People don't understand, but, <laughs> you know, I've been in the steel industry, building. I build buildings yeah. in San Francisco. So long story short, again... Uh, I wrote the script, and first I started doing like one piece of paper, and I said, you know what, let's put together. And then I, the, Greg even told me he wrote the script. He would tell you a few minutes if you ask him. And I told him, I say he has a hard time. There's no way I would submit my script. And then I heard a horror story, you know, like typical Hollywood people submit this script, do this, do that, yeah. no result, nobody responded, and you're terrified. I say, you know what, I do better. Actually, I produced my own movie. Mm. Original supposed to be play. Yeah. So Greg helped me to, like in Los Angeles area, uh, shopping for a theater, play theater. We would have put it on the stage. Yeah. But then I say, and you guys come to that picture in my life, UK as well. And uh, it's a statistic that speaking, UK you have more theater, play theater than in America. Right, okay. No, really? but pe- yeah, wow. you do. Uh, and the long story short, again, I, I say, you know what, there's no way, and the cost was so much. Then I say, it's no way. I mean, there's only 20 people would see it. Mm. What is this? Mm. So I, I just described, I said, we produced the movie, and I called Greg. In the beginning, he didn't want to do it. But then we sort of create this ambience that he wanted to do it. He actually changed, we changed You created an ambience that he wanted to do it. Did yeah. you bully him into yeah. doing it? Well, well, he was busy, right, Greg? He was busy. Greg's being very tight-lipped at this moment. Yeah, he got because he knows the truth, and I tell you the truth. Okay. But it was a good, positive thing. Yeah. So, so when you see disaster artists, the way they 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 they, they create recreate 
It's accurate,、mm. you know, because they put a little decoration. But I think they did a good job as a as a storyteller.、Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. 90 Nights you can do so much. But I noticed in the beginning that I have great support from him, and.、Uh, And I say, yeah, I have an apartment in, in, you know, Los Angeles. Just let's just make a movie, and that's that's basically what. But there's、about. a difference, isn't there? But because the movie that I was expecting,、mm-hmm. I was surprised at how it looks like a proper movie. It look, you know, you've obviously got great direct, well, you direct it, great camera operators, great、right. editors. It looks virtual cameras, remember? Yeah, and it looks well. You did it on film and、um, HD, HD at the same time.、Mm-hmm. That's an unusual、right. directorial statement to make. Why did you do that? The reason I did this because Panasonic announced. Say openly the name. They promise us that if we use the camera, they put the, some you know PR work. Right. Okay. And I discovered in my own research that the PR costs fortune, especially in America.、Yeah. I said, "There's no way I can afford the movie now, the PR, you know." So, so I say, "No, I'm not doing this stuff." So they promised me, but of course they didn't keep it. I was pretty naive, be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. But never mind. They're nice people, but didn't come out the way I was planning a little bit. You know, the PR work. I've, no, I've read this. There's a lot of myths about you guys online.、Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a vampire movie. No, that's, that's not true. No, because the, well, we talk. Greg, you want to mention that about the vampire clarifying the vampire thing? Yeah, no, I put in the book that there was like a kind of a loose idea for、right. a scene. Yeah, but that was loose conversation that people literally they,、uh, you know, again I said this today and I will say again, don't believe too much on internet. Don't, you're not internet. There,、yeah. It's just, it's just. I'm here, and、uh, what my vision was, I want to affect people positive way.、Yeah. So the the you probably recently saw it. So. It, the, the message is there. Two is better than the three. For its crowd was behind the words.、Yeah. Friendship does exist,、yeah. but sometimes you as a person. That's what Johnny comes,、uh, you know, did what he did on the end. I don't want to do the spoiler right now, but but long story short, again, you know, it's a story what. I wanted people actually have fun with it、mm. because that's my that's my background, you know. What、and、was I the people have fun, not just to like be serious about? Okay, you know. Greg, what was the turning point when it started to get its own momentum and the room and started to become? I would say it's probably even bigger than a cult now, but started to be, you know take on a life of its own. I will tell you a little secret. You want to hear? Yeah, go on. No, Greg first. <laughs> He's、uh, such a tease. <laughs> I noticed it. It was around 2008, and it came out in 2003. Is、yeah. that right? Yeah. 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 So it was screening monthly, and then it was around 2008. I did this interview with Entertainment Weekly,、uh, and that's when I first really knew that there was like an underground cult. Like there was celebrity fans who was being studied in universities,、wow. and it was much bigger than I even realized.、Yeah. So that article came out. Um, and then it was like 2009. It really started to blow up. It was started playing here in London,、mm-hmm. Australia. And just people started discovering it. it. It had an article here in Empire Magazine. So people just—it's it, one of those movies that just—it's word of mouth. Yeah. And and I think once it caught wind that this existed and people started discovering it,、um, by like 2008, 2009, it just started、yeah. really expanding. Fifteen fifteenth anniversary this、yeah. year, and you're doing a week of shows at the Prince Charles、mm-hmm. Cinema, great cinema. Yeah, we have regular monthly screening of the room, and、um, it, most of them are sold out. I think there's a few tickets to for the weekend.、Mm-hmm. The word when I looked on Monday,、mm-hmm. that's incredible. What what other you know films get 
a whole week of screenings, 15 years after they were released, and declared a flop. You know, initially, this is a flop, this is a joke. Why? But still, you know. I, I, I asked Greg, he's right here, I never considered the room flop number no. one. It just, you know, I learned a process of, for example, distribution, which I, I was not aware yeah. how to do it. We have... Right now, we have great support with everyone, but at the time, it was different because, you know, I, it's just like beginning business doing something which you you always discover something new. Mm. So in the beginning, we, we screened only for two weeks, and then I didn't realize people... I, the story is that the it's not just uh, how hard to produce, but it's also how hard to actually present to audience. Mm. Even maybe you had the audience you don't know till you present it. Mm. So, so the, the room is sort of like, uh, I would say, uh, confession or proof that you can survive with, with all this different factor mm. and forces if you really believe in your project, because I was beginning from the beginning, Greg probably have different take. Everyone say, "Oh, yeah, it's your movie, whatever." I say, "Yeah, it's my little movie." <laughs> you, should be, you should be very proud of it, and I'm sure you are proud. Of I it. am extremely yeah. proud of it. I'm very happy, and uh, let me take this opportunity. Thank you for all the support, UK people as well, worldwide, and. Uh, uh, we'll be doing more movies. Good. <laughs> the new movie, Greg, you 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 wrote it. Yeah. You not the first movie you've written. Did you? Is it true you wrote a sequel to Home Alone? I I did. Yeah. <laughs> At the age of twelve. When I was twelve, I wrote a sequel. That's I saw the, saw the movie Home Alone. Wrote a sequel for it. Sent it to John Hughes. Wow. Got a letter back. Rejection. Didn't happen. Cut to a few months ago. I got to sit down with Macaulay Culkin on his podcast no and talk about the whole thing mm-hmm. and he's actually really interested in reading the Home Alone sequel and we were talking about maybe shooting it on, shooting Shut the up. sequel on his iPhone that's amazing <laughs> that's amazing shoot, don't shoot an iPhone put no, yourself but, but down actually I thought of him maybe all these no, years no shoot in the iPhone now but, but let me give you a little secret you want to hear yeah please actually I find his script in his closet yeah the time we, we'd be roommate in, in Los Angeles and that was there, but that was the. I think the envelope still was there. It was yeah, pretty yeah, rejected, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my god! I knew this is what happened. <laughs> I don't want this to happen to me." Um, I think part of what your story and, and you telling that Home Alone thing, part of your story is that I, it sounds really corny, man. But dreams can come true, you know. Th- who does? So what do you mean by that? Well, it's, it, it sounds like it sounds like a, a cheesy line. Dreams can come true, but you're kind of both I, living I, I proof. Don't think that. it's cheesy. I, I disagree. What do you mean by that? Just well, it just tell me more because I'm going to I'm going to tell you more. It just sounds like the kind of line, a cliche. Uh-huh. That people throw out. Hey guys, your dreams oh, can come yeah. true. That's true. Your dreams can come true. Yeah. But you are both living proof that actually, given a bit of time, Absolutely, yeah. you know, you wrote this Home Alone script however many years ago. There's a chance that Macaulay Culkin is now going to make it. You know, <laughs> the, the 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 room when it came out maybe didn't get the reaction that perhaps yeah. you hoped for. But 15 years later, it's this it's this huge monster that keeps on growing you know I think it's a, not a positive message yeah but, but you're right about this because you know when I remember when I was going to school you know we always say oh yeah yeah drink country it's just like you don't care but you actually care because it's just like loosely you say the words yeah. but in our case you know it did come true but you know what I know there's one thing in life you actually have to work 
for it actually yeah. somewhat. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much money you have, how much is because all these people that you know put the dollar sign. But I also, like I said this before many times, that respect and uh, sort of understand of a person, you know, mm-hmm. who they are, what they come from. And they may eventually they give you something in return, mm. but don't count too much on it. That's mm. what I am. You know, I, I'm, I always say to Greg, I say, okay, whatever. You know, I'm not counting to make uh, this and that, whatever. Nothing from return, but the return will come to you. I don't know if it makes sense or not, yeah. but that's what I believe. Well, you, you didn't direct this new movie, Tommy. Was, were you kind of champing at the bit to, to order and say, no, don't do it like that, do it like this? Or were you happy to be directed? Well, you know, I'm happy with any project. I did a project before, and, and I give my five cents, but that's best friend is Greg's sister of project. But I give my son, and he will tell you the same thing. But we have a director, you know, I don't see any problem. Use an actor, I always say you can adjust accordingly towards whatever situation you have. Mm. You start a, you know, um, character, you study what's in the script, what they expect from you, and you need a little vision as an actor, so... Uh, I have no problem. Contrary, you know, I enjoy it more than ever. Mm. So nice working together again on screen. Yeah. I know you obviously do shows all around the world together, but actually, you know, getting up in the morning, doing a scene together. Yeah, was 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 pressure a little bit, but I enjoy it. Why was it pressured? Well, because you know, you as an actor, I talk about myself. You always you want to do the best, mm. and sometimes you know it's like this. You use the scene and say next time. Or even next day, you say, God damn it, you know what? I made a mistake. Maybe you should reshoot it. You know, it's always you want to be better. Yeah. That's because when you have a passion about it, and, and I noticed like on the set, best friend, I feel the passion in almost everyone. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy it when people not just do it, but just doing with extra miles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, can I ask a, a very quickly about Tim and Eric? Mm-hmm. You worked with Tim and Eric. I'm a huge fan of, of those two. I think they're brilliant. Yeah. What was that like? Was that a good experience working with those Absolutely. Guys? You know, that, uh, let me tell you, we're not on the same page, but I think... Bob, <laughs> oh, right. Okay, sorry if I've stumbled onto something. No, you did not stumble at all, because, you know, the uh, you know comedian the category is slightly different yeah. but I think they are very nice people they, they're very dedicated they, they have passion they own a category if I may say that and, um, and I enjoy working with them you know I mean nothing negative to say I think they are dedicated what they're doing and I think they should do what they want to do you know I always say to actors and producers the same thing um, they are nice people to work with okay sure so the new movie when is that is that when's that coming out? It's not out yet. September twenty fifth on iTunes worldwide. You'll right. be able okay. to get it. And then volume two is coming out February January, next year. January. Now you're excited about volume two. The I way want you to see volume two, man. <laughs> saw, I saw volume one and then it ends and it goes, volume two coming soon. Oh, come on. Give me more. Okay, uh, you're doing the shows at the Prince Charles, loads of shows. Um, what's what's next for you two? Tell me what, what you're doing after project. this. Right, Greg? The next the next journey is a horror film. Oh, really? Yes, wow. we, are, we are working on a horror Fantastic. movie. Fantastic. That'll be soon, we will see trailers. So. Can you give us any clues? Give us a clue, Tommy. Yeah, absolutely. We can give you which one. That's the problem. That we have also vampire as well. <laughs> we, we have a right variety. <laughs> it's okay. We tell you, I tell you the clue. Yeah. But I cannot tell you the, tra- the, the title. Okay. But it's about. You know we have two brains, right? Left and right oh, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And do you know how much we utilize by doing something? Uh, no, go on. Do you know? Well, I've heard that we only use 10% right. of the brain. So women are presented that you may actually use it more. Yeah. And you may change yourself how you think. Okay. That's all I can tell you at this wow. time. Sounds intriguing. <laughs> Guys, it's so, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, it, honestly, you were in my living room three nights ago, and now I'm sat here with you. I'm a little bit, it's a little bit psychedelic. Uh, how long are you in the UK for? Just this week, and then you're going back home? Yeah, I'm Los Angeles. Well, enjoy the shows at the Prince Charles. I'm sure you're getting a great reaction. Um, good luck with the new movie. Great. And when volume two comes out, come on the show and talk about it, man. Definitely. Absolutely. Brilliant. Hey, great rehearsal. Should we do it properly now? Thank you. I'm joking. I think um, we got it. I think we got it. Thank you, guys. We're in the script for you. So oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, there you go, guys. That was fun. What lovely gentleman. Risky, I'm going to be honest, a risky opening gambit there with me telling them I saw a guy masturbating in the street. But I saw... Um, I saw Michael Parkinson use the same line with um, Alfie Bow once, so uh, I thought it would work. <laughs> nearly, we nearly lost the interview. I've done a few interviews before where you go in with something a little bit risky and you nearly lose the entire interview. But we turned it back. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, well, on that bombshell, I need to try and remember where I parked my car and go and buy a new tyre. Thanks for listening. Good night. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.